First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. This, my friends, would be hour number two of The Rob Carson Show. At the bottom of the hour, Ben Weingarten, the senior contributor at The Federalist, fellow at the Claremont Institute. We're going to be talking about the Twitter files, big tech, the mainstream media collusion against political enemies, and it's all... I mean, it's it's obvious. It's obvious. So we'll get to uh, that as the show progresses. And then uh, we'll return to the uh, the transgender movement, why it exists, why it uh, suddenly became a big deal, why hey, you gotta, you've got to honestly gotta step back and realize that none of this insanity is organic. It's by plan. The transgender movement, the day of rage or vengeance planned is not organic. It is a planned thing. The summer of 2020 happened by design, not by chance. That's just the way, and if you just slow down and pay attention and use some common stance and don't yell names and stuff, you'll figure it out. You'll, it's crazy. It's crazy what common sense does. It's just crazy. So uh, there is that. Oh, 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 I, I got to give you some good news. I got to give you some good news. Well, no, it's actually, no, it's bad news. Um, it looks like uh, 62% of us in the United States, 62% of you and me, 62% of Americans, including 48% of high-income consumers, are living paycheck to paycheck, which means that Joe Biden uh, did this to the economy. That's right. He, he applied the crap touch. It is the uh, reverse Midas touch. Everything that is gold Joe Biden touches turns to crap. Southern border. Crap touch. Race relations in our country. Crap touch. Alexi, our military. Crap touch. There you go. Well, here's the positive. Uh, my wife and I are actually, uh, we, we've actually improved a little bit. We are living paycheck to every other paycheck now. Yeah, I know. Paycheck to every other paycheck. That's living large in America, by the way. So this, uh, this new report from the uh, Lending Club and PYMNTS, which looks like the abbreviation for payments, says the, uh, that for some people, supplemental income may be the key. This explains the low uh, uh, unemployment rate in the country because people are doing other things. They have to do two or three jobs. That's why. Because your paycheck ain't gotten it anymore. So you got to do other stuff. And that's just true. So supplemental income is the key. And about a quarter of consumers have a side job in addition to 17% who had other forms of supplemental income. Don't do the OnlyFans site. 
There's a lot of people who are so desperate and stupid and morally devoid that they're choosing to do their own homemade porn, including teachers and judges. And if you do that, you're just a filthy, awful person. You're not desperate. You're just a really, you, make, you made some really poor life changes. The report noted that 39% of those who use paycheck to paycheck with uh, issues paying their bills mentioned extraordinary expenses as their reason for seeking side work. Some 55% of respondents reported their supplemental income grew as a share of their total income over the last 90 days. You know why? Um, because we're in a recession. We were last year, and we still are. A recession, that is what we're in. No one can deny. Oh, it's great. The White House is attempting spin, but the numbers do not lie. This is Jim Gossett. The GDP was negative for two quarters in a row. That was last year. That's a recession. Uh-huh. And it's always been time to face the music, Joe. You don't know what place to face. You see, it's still a recession by any other name. Biden's denial is lame. It's lame. A recession, that is what we've got. Joe and Janet yelling our lion a lot. A recession da, 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 by da, da, any da, other da, name. Da, la, 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 la. I'm singing. That is uh, Jim Gossett. Yeah, we uh, well, you know, uh, last year we went into recession, and what did the Democrats do? They redefined recession. <laughs> but you know, you know as well as I do, it's awful. Things are awful. But you know what? Uh, all of this, all of this nonsense is a giant distraction from some of the real stories. Oh, and like uh, Joe Biden, this is kind of interesting, and uh, it's uh, it is very. Uh, Every day when I when I uh, open the microphone, I've done you know at least ten hours of prep, and I've asked many times that uh, why why doesn't the media why are they not intellectually curious about stories that are very obvious? If the president of a country literally gets millions of dollars fun, uh, funneled to his family from uh, your uh, foreign enemies. Don't you suppose that any national media that has a modicum of uh, independence would uh, pursue the story? Don't you suppose in a country that has the First Amendment, it would be their duty, right? It would be their duty to cover stories in spite of politics. But that doesn't happen here. Our media chooses to bed down with North Korea. Our media chooses to bed down with China. It really is. It's, uh, they, they really need to just overhaul America's J-schools because they're a joke. They're a joke. And, and uh, if you go into your journalistic endeavors purely as a partisan, you're not a freaking journalist. You're a propagandist. Here's James Comer talking about uh, Joe Biden, what they're discovering. And, and this is just the beginning. This could collapse the Biden uh, presidency. And, and I hope it does, because he's a foul, corrupt swamp dweller. And he addresses, James Comer addresses the uh, lack of curiosity by uh, journalists and uh, what's coming. I've been shocked. Uh, just think about this. The, the Biden family uh, received over a million dollars. This is the first of about 10 different sets of bank records that huh. I'm going to get at the yeah. end of the day yeah. that's going to show uh, huge sums of money transferring from our adversaries into the Biden family, into their back pockets. And the media doesn't cover it. But, Rob, 
This is going to change. There's going to be more. This is just the tip of the iceberg. This is on Rob Schmidt's show last night on Newsmax, back on DirecTV at Channel 349. I think the media is eventually going to have to write about this. Now let's think about this. One thing that the members of Congress, the Democrats, haven't let sink in because they haven't seen it in their news is that the Biden family was receiving money and actively helping the Chinese Communist Party yeah. try to get their foot in the door yeah. into all these different industries in America that yeah. would have a detrimental impact on our national security. Yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting because uh, Joe Biden, one of his first executive orders was to uh, make all of the vehicles in the uh, uh, government fleet electric, even though, uh, you know, there are no electric uh, SUVs or no uh, electric tanks and there are no electric, uh, uh, you know, large uh, dump trucks and all that. All of those are in the federal fleet. But uh, oddly enough, uh, two years later, uh, Ford gets a massive, massive, massive uh, government grant to build batteries i believe it's indiana and they're working with a chinese company isn't that weird how that happens isn't it kind of it's kind of weird how that happens isn't it and then 750 million dollars from a chinese company to open a battery factory in michigan and literally they're going to have a, a communist chinese uh, uh station there for members of the ccp up to 200 of them to run the factory yeah yeah isn't that amazing how that happens yeah it's because uh, Joe Biden's corrupt and he's been bought and paid for. That's the reason. That's what it's all about. <laughs> Left wing. It's about corruption. Let's go to uh, Doug and Glenn Bernie, Maryland. Doug is a firearms instructor. Wants yes. to talk a little bit about what happened. Hold on a second, Doug. Wants to talk a little bit about what happened yesterday uh, with regard to the school in Nashville. Go ahead. Well, you did, a, you did give a very good moving opening line. I enjoyed it just like Bob did. You know, uh, yes, I'm a certified instructor. I'm a competitive shooter. And you can purchase a fully automatic firearm. You can purchase a silencer. You can purchase a 50 caliber. All you need to do is have the money to, for the stamps and go through the six-month investigation period. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's, that's that simple. However, okay. in the competitive circuit, there are so many styles of AR platforms that are used for competitive shooting programs. And that's about all I really want to say, Rob. But well, let me, let me ask you this. Cause, very cause, good opening line. Thank you, sir. The opening monologue, uh, make sure to check it out on Rumble Rob Carson Show or on the podcast today. So uh, let me ask you this, because I do not have uh, an AR. Um, I would love to have one, by the way. I'd love to have an Armalite rifle. I think they're uh, a lot of fun. I think it'd be a lot of fun to shoot. I think they'd be a lot of fun to handle. Um, but yesterday it was reported, and everybody's been saying, uh, and it doesn't make any sense, uh, which shows that uh, the, the, uh, the decision or the, the desire to get rid of assault rifles already is uh, chambered and ready to fire by the Democrat Party, and it was yesterday, even though that rifle wasn't used. You know, Rob, ignorance is bliss. A baseball bat is an assault weapon. A golf club is an assault weapon. An automobile is an assault weapon. And just like your other uh, associates have made of a mark, what is a definition of an assault weapon? You could have a two two three bolt-action rifle, and you could have a two two three AR platform. They shoot the same caliber, and the two two three is basically a varmint cartridge. Yeah, it's a twenty two. Also, on the metric side, it's the five five six. Yeah. But you know, it's it just like the you know, the M one A, which is uh, the set uh, three oh eight or the seven point six two by thirty one. But you know, ignorance is bliss, and you you Doug? can do research on the forty four forty. 
Let me ask you this. To be done, they need to do the research. Now, she she was the shooter in the Nashville shooting was carrying a pistol caliber carbine. Correct. And that technology has been around since 1878. Fires the same round as a handgun, but is a rifle. Well, I have a handgun caliber in the two two three. There you go. <laughs> you know, I mean, my wife and I we have quite a large gun collection. We both shoot yeah. competitively. Yeah. You know. And so, I'm so Glenn or, or Doug, why why do they immediately say we've got to uh, ban assault rifles, even when yesterday one wasn't used? Because why assault rifles? Yes, there well, you go. When I give a class, I hold up a two two three bolt rifle, and I hold up a two two three AR platform, and you'd be surprised how many people will point that out and call it an assault rifle when they shoot the same caliber. It's They're only the same how gun. It looks. Yes, yes, exactly. Do yeah. you want to go out with a good-looking girl or an ugly girl? You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's kind of another thing. It's kind of interesting. Uh, the left generally, for instance, when they do animal rights stuff, they never defend ugly animals, too. You, that's something you need to know. Uh, so when it comes to guns, they go after the ugly. They go after the fearful. They create a, uh, a cartoonish uh, uh, example of a gun and then say that's what all these guns are. But they really don't know what the hell they're talking about. Doug, I appreciate your phone call. I appreciate your expertise. Have a great day. Coming up next, i got to get to this. i got to get to this Alejandro Mayorkas being destroyed on Capitol Hill. If you have microwave popcorn in the office, just go ahead and, and just fire it up. Don't burn it because it ruins everybody's day. Or if you're at home, have the microwave popcorn ready because you're going to enjoy this. Let's take a break and come back. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. Hey, guys, the madness is upon us. Make your march a moneymaker with my bookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online at mybookie.website slash Rob Carson Show. Use promo code Carson to receive a deposit bonus up to 1000 bucks. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at big money. If you're the type of person who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at a life-changing amount of money. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and win, like MyBookie. Remember, visit MyBookie online at mybookie.website slash Rob Carson Show. Use promo code Carson to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. That's mybookie.website slash Rob Carson Show. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. In the 60s, we had LBJ. Now we have FJB. It's the Rob Carson Show. Uh, before we get into the glorious grilling of Alejandro Mayorkas, who is a corrupt little uh, gargoyle. Yeah, I think he's a gargoyle. Uh, the Trans J of Vengeance will go ahead in front of the Supreme Court. Um, there is a massive uh, uh, movement afoot in the country uh, where the trans community is being told by the left that there is a genocide against trans people. You must take up arms. There's a reason for this, uh, and it is... The key of it is mental illness, and I'll get to this very short. There's a study in Canada about those who were most uh, predisposed to violence, and it is, uh, oddly enough, those who are uh, transgen uh, transgender. I know this. Hey, you're just trying to attack the transgender people. No, no, it's a study. It was done by a, by a university in Canada. I'll get to it very shortly. 
There's a, all of this is uh, is not by uh, it's not organic. It's it's designed. It's all by design. Everything is happening in our country right now. That's insane. Is all by design. So we'll get to uh, that and then the uh, Mallorca audio in a second. I want to go to Alan in Dundalk real quick. He wants to talk about the Trans J of Vengeance, which will go good on morning, even Rob. though. How are you this morning? I'm good. I'm go ahead. Go ahead. Just go ahead and start talking whenever you want to. There's an old joke about a farmer who castrates his cattle with two bricks. He'll tell you it only hurts if he gets his thumbs in the way. <laughs> okay, all right. The, our society has been groomed to believe in absurdities oh, yes. by continuous propaganda. Oh, yes. There's an old, there's an old line, an old lyric: "We like sheep have gone astray." Yeah. Yeah, and then Voltaire. Well, Doug, and also I, I quote Voltaire. I said, "Those who will uh, accept uh, absurdities will commit atrocities." That is an extrapolation of Voltaire's thoughts. Yes, it's not. It's not verbatim, of course. The group that's pushing the trans day of violence wants one thing and one thing only: mm-hmm. a high body count. Oh yeah, that's. And they don't care about the damage as long as the body pie, as long as the body count is high, and their body is not in part of the pile. Yeah, Doug, because did it's you, the only way they can make the news. Doug, did you? Uh, okay, Doug, you got to let me talk, dude. Or, or, or Alan, okay, I'm sorry. You, sorry, I was looking at Alan. Alan, um, the the uh, the thing is, has any uh, like CRT parents meeting ever been called a day of vengeance? Any Trump rally ever called the Day of Vengeance? No. Okay, but uh, but apparently Donald Donald Trump saying that if uh, he is indicted, some people could get violent. Not promoting it, uh, that's verboten. But having a Trans Day of Vengeance is perfectly fine. Well, you see, the whole idea is they want to be in the news, and they don't care about a body pile as long as they're not part of it. Yeah, and this is part of a Maoist revolution, I would venture to say. As this well. is part of the Maoist revolution. All right. So I'm begging your audience, if you have a person in your family that thinks about participating, beg them not to. Beg them not to. Keep them away as much yeah. as you can. Because I yeah. guarantee, if this rally is not violent enough, they will start shooting their own. They will start shooting themselves. Right. Now, this happened at uh, Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Ohio State. You remember seven died in Ohio State? Yes. Because why? There were not enough casualties. Mm. They had to create some, and so they did. All right. Doug, I now, appreciate the phone call. we gotta run, We, we got to move on. we got to move on. Um, here's the thing. This crowd for the Day of Vengeance is going to the Supreme Court to incite Trump crowds don't incite violence, but there are outsiders who are bust in, brought in. It happened during uh, Trump's run for president. It happened when he was inaugurated. It happened during the summer of 2020. Uh, It happened uh, time and time again, the entire summer of 2020. And yet we've got a group of individuals, Antifa-inspired and probably funded, who say they're going to do a trans day of vengeance 
Where, why is the FBI not going after these guys? Why is the FBI going after CRT parents? Well, the answer should be fairly obvious. In fact, it should be very obvious, and if you don't get it, you're a buffoon. Here is, finally, Ted Cruz uh, starting the grilling yesterday of Alejandro Mayorkas. They, they are predicting about 15 million illegals altogether by the end of this year in the first three years of the Biden administration. And here is uh, Alejandro Mayorkas being asked once again if there is a crisis. And if there ever was a crisis, this would be it. Is there a crisis at our southern border? Senator, uh, there is a very significant... That's a yes or no question. There's a very significant... Is there a crisis? Senator, there's a very significant challenge... I think your microphone is not on. There is a very significant challenge that we are facing... Yes or no, is there a crisis? I believe I've addressed that question. So you're refusing to answer? Senator, uh, there is a very significant challenge and... Will you answer if there's a crisis? Therefore, we are dedicating the resources. Okay, so you're refusing to answer. Well, Secretary Mayorkas, I'll tell you someone who is willing to answer, which is your and President Biden's chief of the Border Patrol, in a sworn deposition in July of 2022, when asked, would you agree, Chief Ortiz, that the southern border is currently in crisis? Answer, yes. Notice none of those wiggle words, none of that equivocation. One word, one syllable, yes. Are you willing to speak with the same clarity as Chief Ortiz? Is there a crisis at our southern border? Yes or no? Senator, I'm very proud to work alongside. So you refuse to answer. Let me ask you the, the next question. Has the crisis at our southern border made Americans less safe? Yes or no? Senator, here we go. We are dedicated to the safety. Has the crisis made Americans less safe? I don't. I don't want a, a dis- Of course it has. Of course, it's a yes or no question. Senator. We have a challenge of You refuse to answer the question. Not. Sec- Mr. Secretary, let me show you how someone doing his job answers a question in a straightforward manner. Chief Ortiz, is the crisis that is currently ongoing at the southern border making the border less safe for Americans and aliens alike? Answer, yes. There you go. Coming up, I've got a little more from Ted Cruz, including these bracelets that people who come across the border weigh. They are where they are essentially slave shackles. I'll explain that. And Ben Weingarten, Gardner from the uh, the Federalist, comes up next. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey guys, it's Carson. Biden's America is crushing us. You've got companies laying off tens of thousands of workers one day after another. Americans working two jobs just to get by. Inflation pushing hard. Families to the brink. Hell, just look at the price of eggs. And the digital dollar could be coming down the pipeline to completely destroy our way of life. The truth is, you need a plan. You know it. I know it. And that's why I partnered with the great company Gold Co. So you can diversify your savings and investments with gold and silver before things get worse. They are six-time Inc. 500 winner, 2022 Company of the Year with thousands of five-star reviews and have helped people like you and me place over $1 billion in gold and silver. They're offering up to $10,000 in free silver while supplies last, only if you call them today. Qualified callers will get a free Ronald Reagan half-ounce silver coin, so don't wait. Call 855-735-3740. 855-735-3740. That's 855-735-3740.
The left has been trying to get you to hate America for 50 years. And we're fighting it and we're fighting it hard. Guess what? It ain't working. It's the Rob Carson Show. Coming up in a second, we'll talk to Ben Weingarten, uh, senior contributor for The Federalist. But first, I want to mention that uh, the Stanford Virality Project was sponsored by the U.S. government. It uh, reported essentially about vaccines and any contradictory vaccine information or COVID information uh, contrary to the government's uh, narrative, which extended to everything, by the way, CRT, transgenderism, the border, everything. But they really uh, worked uh, with a cross-platform effort by Stanford with government money to shut down truth even if it was truth they would shut it down in favor of the government's truth and they worked with twitter google youtube facebook instagram media uh, tiktok pinterest all of them all of them were subject to this we also know that the leaders of big tech the three big ones facebook twitter and and one other uh, met at the white house 38 times at the beginning of Joe Biden's administration. Then we find out after Matt Taibbi testified in front of Congress about this this uh, uh, censorship industrial complex, which is real, there's no denying it, that same day he was visited by the IRS personally as a warning shot over his vow. Bow. This is Senator Bill Haggerty talking about that. Uh, this is about the weaponization of the IRS to affect and, and, and basically achieve the goals of a left-wing group that are running the government right now. On four separate occasions, I've directly questioned Secretary Yellen about the leak of information, of private taxpayer information, to ProPublica. ProPublica continues to leak this into the public domain. Secretary Yellen every time is averted, is basically has no answer for me. I think that uh, Grover Norquist is correct. They do know. They're not sharing it with us. And again, this is the weaponization of the IRS. When we see what happened to Matt Taibbi on the day that he is to testify about the weaponization of government, uh, this is just unconscionable. It's got to come to an end. Now, the IRS, the FBI have been weaponized for a very long time. The IRS with Lois Lerner shutting down Tea Party groups so they couldn't get their 501c3. Uh, and they used words like uh, patriot. Um, patriotic Tea Party and all of that. Then, of course, we know the FBI was involved trying to throw the 2016 election, literally working with Hillary Clinton, which, I mean, people should be in jail for this, to uh, create a Russian dossier, go to a FISA court, get a uh, surveillance of a presidential campaign transition team and presidency, and then they covered up. The FBI covered up Hunter Biden's laptop. They still have it. They don't even acknowledge they have it. I mean, what else do you need, guys? Ben Weingarten, senior contributor to The Federalist, also a fellow at the Claremont Institute, joins us on the Newsmax hotline. Hello, Ben. Did I get everything right so far here? You, you got everything right and more, and uh, appreciate you having me on. You got me fired up over here. I got to tell you, Ben, this is really, really important to me. Yesterday I posted, it was funny, on my, on my Facebook p- timeline, it showed from, uh, from uh, I think it was uh, August of 2018, and I was gaining major traction on Facebook. I was really starting to get few, and I had 380,000 people reached, like on a Tuesday at the beginning of the week, and then on October 31st, all of the pages I was affiliated 
affiliated with completely disappeared. On Facebook today, I had uh, my Facebook uh, account, my show page dropped after the election, the day after the election in 2020. Then earlier this year, when I was talking about Facebook, they deplat, they they actually um, unpublished it, so it's no longer available. And and, and right, and my reach on my other Facebook page is is several people, and people will literally write me, Rob. Half the time, I can't see your post. So clearly, Facebook is working against people like me. But this is much worse than we could ever imagine because we know the federal government is involved deeply, financially, by the way, in censoring free speech on all of these platforms and more. What do you know? And what uh, is there anything I haven't covered that, that, that you'd like to add to this? Well, I think, I think you've hit many of the critical points. And the extension is that it's not just, of course, the suppression of speech that dares to challenge the official narrative of our ruling class, which increasingly there's almost a distinction without a difference at a certain point between the administrative state, the deep administrative state, and the putatively private sector entities that it's been colluding with and conspiring with, in my view, and perhaps in the view of federal judges, to undermine and violate the First Amendment, of course, interfere in free and open discourse in America, in our electoral process, and not only violate the First Amendment, of course, by proxy, but then more broadly have all of these agencies, of course, put forth their own information operations in effect. As you mentioned, Trump-Russia collusion being one of the most pernicious of them, which was, of course, false. And then on the other hand, the Hunter Biden laptop content, which were, of course, true, but which they claimed were false. And they've essentially used, they've done a couple switcheroos here. One is using foreign interference, so-called, as a wedge to pursue domestic wrong thinkers. Another aspect is, and this is particularly through CISA, the Cybersecurity Infrastructure and Security Agency, little known, which sits within the Department of Homeland Security, where they've essentially just defined everything as infrastructure. And since their job is to defend infrastructure, uh. if you say, ask a question about the integrity of elections, that is treated as a threat to critical election infrastructure. Yes. And that's subject to censorship. And, and the last point I'll really briefly make is it's not just the anti-First Amendment aspect of this, but it's the weaponization of every single of these agencies in myriad ways against anyone who dares dissent from prevailing ruling class orthodoxy up to and including literally prosecuting people for wrong think. Yeah, and also, I might mention, there are also uh, agencies that, uh, and I'm drawing a blank on the name of the agency, used to be owned by, um, it's owned by Apple now, but it directs advertising dollars to and uh, toward different news agencies, uh, publications, publishers, and whatnot, and it uh, put uh, at least 25 uh, right-leaning, including Newsmax, on its list uh, and said that they are essentially... uh, um, uh, uh, arbiters of, uh, or not arbiters, but are disseminators of disinformation. So not only that, they went after advertising dollars. We know that Newsmax was taken down off DirecTV. Um, uh, some have said because of the uh, uh, Nancy Pelosi and two other uh, Democrats getting OAN off. We got back on. Thank you, DirecTV, for doing that. But clearly, uh, there is, even after the supposed pausing of the DHS's uh, disinformation Bureau, it's still happening. 
Yeah, it, you don't need a particular agency. In fact, if anything, the agency was sort of a head fake. You know, they were very brazen and in your face with that agency. And I should note that CISA itself has started to scrub many of its domestic, quote-unquote, content moderation focus functions, all of that documentation in recent weeks, which I think is telling, and maybe in part because, of course, now CISA and DOJ and a whole slew of agencies are going in front of a Republican-controlled House asking for increased funding over the next couple of years. Obviously, these should be huge points of leverage. Why should any agency that conspires against the rights of the American people get another single dollar to the extent the individuals who impose this regime on us are still there, have never been punished, and these still programs exist, either de jour or de facto? And to your point, of course, yes, the advertising agency uh, effective consultants here, and NewsGuard is one of them, and GDI, the Global Disinformation Index, yep. is another. They yep. basically blacklist outlets, websites, news programming, information programming, go to advertisers and say, you really don't want to be advertising on this dangerous disinformation peddling program. Thus, let's cripple their business model. And that well, ben, is basically uh, what has happened, and sometimes with federal funding. Well, I have been saying this for as long as I've been doing this for a living. I started writing for Rush Limbaugh right out of college, and, and I said that there has been uh, a conservative apartheid in this country for many, many years. You never see General Motors advertise on Fox. You never see uh, Procter & Gamble advertise on Newsmax because they've been scared away. They will go ahead and, and advertise on Stephen Colbert's show because it's okay to spew leftist propaganda. The federal government has a network of artificial intelligence machine learning capabilities Abilities through 500 federally agent uh, funded contracts. You mentioned NewsGuard. You mentioned Peak Metrics. Now, the thing about this that's terrifying to me, and I read this the other day, I think this was off of Breitbart, is that using AI, they can track uh, any type of activity with regard to social networks, podcasts, TV, newsletters, etc. Use AI to track them in real time and uh, go after them essentially. So it might be shadow banning them. It might be doing visiting their house with the IRS. It could be shutting them down eventually. But that's what's going on. Literally, our federal government is going to use AI, kind of like they did with uh, Lois Lerner and the IRS in, in an analog version of it. Oh, pay, Tea Party, get rid of it. Using AI, they can not only go after groups, but also individual thoughts that disagree with the federal government. That's right. It creates, we have with the technology that's in place and with everything increasingly digitized, and by the way, you can even link this out to the central bank digital currency that this administration seems to be pushing towards. The more everything is digitized, the more opportunity there is for the most pervasive, extensive, and probably effective censorship regime in the history of mankind. And so, the free and open Internet, these technologies that were supposed to be part of liberal democracy and opening up discourse and free and open discussion, have been weaponized by federal authorities in tandem with big tech companies and others who probably hold the same views, of course, as the ruling regime, but if nothing else, are regulated by it and have to answer to it. And so consequently, what we have are the conditions for, in effect, an American social, uh, social credit system with American characteristics. That's what's coming down the pike, if not already here. 
I have a headline. I save a lot of these stories. Uh, the FBI's National Election Command Post uh, was uh, at work on uh, November the 6th of 2022 uh, with a list of accounts being used to spread misinformation about the upcoming election. Uh, so the FBI uh, clearly, and if you look at 2016, if you look at 2020, uh, they were still up to election interference in 2022 before the midterms. That to me is electioneering. That is election interference. That should be illegal. Do you suppose that uh, that people are going to be held accountable for this? Are we going to be able to stem this before it continues to grow? Do you think we've reached a turning point? Well, look, the fact that there is a weaponization committee is a in the House is a necessary but insufficient corrective because it gets at using oversight powers, using subpoena powers, and then ultimately proposing legislation to prevent the weaponization of every one of these agencies. Obviously, having power of the purse is also hugely significant, and at least one member of the House, several members of the House actually, have threatened the FBI's funding for a massive new headquarters that they're asking for. Another huge leverage point. That said, do I think that we understand the full breadth and scope of this effort? I don't think we have anything remotely close to the full picture. Have I heard about legislation with teeth or massive threats to defund every single one of the agencies who's been engaged in these violations? I have not yet. And there's a fear, obviously, of co- and I think part of it is, as Chuck Schumer said of Donald Trump, you know, the deep state can get you six ways from Sunday. He was talking about yep. the intelligence community there. And that's the problem with these agencies. I think they believe they are more powerful than every other branch of government. And I think in practice, it's proven out that way. So we Let me need ask you this. courage and real fortitude to fight back against it. Let me ask you this, uh, and this will be the last question because we're coming up on a break here. Uh, Tucker Carlson went uh, great guns on getting the 44,000 hours of videotape inside the Capitol. He hit the ground running on a Monday, and the story stopped on the following Tuesday. It's been three weeks since. We've heard not a damn thing about those 44,000 hours of videotape. Uh, I would venture to say that somebody got to him. What are your thoughts? Tucker himself said that the 44,000 hours should be readily available and open to everyone. I can't speak to what's gone on internally there, but that said, the fact that he was pursuing them continues to interview whistleblowers associated with January 6th, and by the way, that there are now outside oversight efforts going on in connection with it, tells you that the damage should be breaking. And, you know, Kevin McCarthy and others need to push forward with exposing those videos to the light of day, if for no other reason than for justice for the defendants who have been deprived of potentially exculpatory evidence there. I mean, that's a huge scandal, a huge injustice, and it shouldn't happen in America. Yeah, and I would say that 700 days waiting for a trial uh, is illegal. Every one of them should be released just because of that. Ben Weingarten, I greatly appreciate your uh, your time today. I also love the Federalists, by the way. Uh, where can people find you on social media? Find me on Twitter, unfortunately or fortunately, at BH Weingarten, <laughs> and on Substack at weingarten.substack.com. All right, Ben, I'd love to have you back on again. Have a great day. Thanks so much. All right, let's take a break. It's the Rob Carson Show. His first grade teacher said he talked out of turn. Worse after he's missed a day. Well, things haven't changed. It's the Rob Carson Show. Coming up, more evidence why I've said Joe Biden is not going to run for president in 2024. 
I'll explain in just a few minutes. Uh, but I, I do want to just, I, I kind of got off track here. We did the interview with, uh, with Ben Weingarten, which I really appreciated. But uh, I mean, I wanted to get some of the uh, hot and heavy grilling of uh, Alejandro Mayorkas, who is a uh, corrupt little swamp dwelling toad who, who uh, presided over the DHS Disinformation Bureau that he thought he could keep secret from us. It is a Soviet era uh, invention, uh, and it is uh, the disinformation tool that uh, Joseph Stalin used against his people, which ultimately ended up with about, I don't know, 30 to 60 million people dead. All right. But here is uh, Alejandro Mayorkas. Uh, in case you didn't know, we've had uh, millions of people stream across our border. Many of the kids who come across the border are given wristbands. A wristband is uh, something that the drug cartels put on, which shows how much money they paid to come across the border. Frequently, these kids have to pay, since they don't have the money, in sex trafficking and in becoming drug mules. All right. It's very common to see thousands, maybe even hundreds of thousands of these wristbands left on the ground. Here is Alejandro Mayorkas playing ignorant on one of the most blatant pieces of evidence that our southern border is being breached and people are being abused. I want you to listen to uh, Ted Cruz and Alejandro Mayorkas. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. What are, what are these wristbands? I don't know what they are. You don't know what they are. Mr. Secretary, you have just testified to the American people you're incompetent at your job because I've been to the southern border. And if you go to the southern border, along the southern border, you see thousands of these wristbands because the illegal immigrants wear them. The drug cartels, every color corresponds to how many thousands of dollars they owe the cartels. You have turned these cartels into multi-billion dollar criminal organizations. And these are modern day leg irons because these are children being sold into sex slavery and you don't even know what they are. Wow. That is astonishing. Mr. Secretary, how many children have been sold into sex slavery under your administration? Senator, we are taking it to the cartel. How many children have been sold into sex slavery? In an Do you know how many children have been sold into sex slavery? To an unprecedented degree. Mr. You're Secretary, I want to say to you right now, it is your behavior is disgraceful, and the deaths the children assaulted, the children raped, they are at your feet, and if you had integrity, you would resign. And he doesn't. And I will tell you, the men and women of the Border Patrol, they've never had a political leader undermine them. They despise you, Mr. Secretary, because you're willing to let children be raped to follow political orders. This yeah, it's true. Josh Hawley went after him because they have an app that illegals can download to meet at the border with federal agents and then be let in without any questioning. Does the app ask users, are you seeking asylum? Those arriving for the CBP-1 appointments are given no interviews. Huh asked no questions to be terrorists. about vulnerabilities that yeah. they may or may not have listed in the app or about why they're coming to the United States. Uh -huh. They're simply released into the country, end quote. So rather than building a wall, Mr. Secretary, you have built Ticketmaster for illegal immigrants. You are, um, Senator, you are conflating <laughs> programs. Let me, let me explain well, just, just to you. Respond to I them. want the precious. I want the precious. Is it true that they are given no interviews, asked no questions, <laughs> and simply released into the country? Let me explain to you what we announced on January 5th. No, no, I, I know, Brian. Explain to you what's happening. I, I know but, what you oh, announced. So, I read it to you. So I, so I will explain to you what is happening. Are they given because, interviews? Because, Let's start with that. Are they given interviews? Maybe the precious is on the other side of the wall. I'm not even sure. Let's take a break and come back. This is the Rob Carter. Show. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. 
Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. This is the Rob Carson Show. This, my friends, would be the last hour of the Rob Carson Show. If you get the chance, I hope you will listen to the opening monologue of the show today. And I did talk about the Nashville school shooting. But I didn't talk politics. I talked heroism. If you'd like to check it out, the video, uh, just go to my Rumble channel at Rob Carson Show. And it, of course, will be in the podcast for today's show, which is at, uh, uh, just go to Newsmax.com slash listen. You'll find all the digital platforms. But I, uh, if you just don't want to hear politics for a second, I'm not saying my entire show is politics, it's not. But I just felt like it needed to be said, particularly the two officers who took down the shooter. What they did is beyond fathomable for the average person. What they did is remarkable. What they did is brave. Their training shone through. They are heroes in every sense of the word. So rumble and look up Rob Carson's show or the podcast. By the way, Rob Schmidt is not giving up. He's got a great show, by the way. He's on Newsmax tonight. He's got a, a series on targeting Trump for destruction. Uh, and uh, it's, it's fascinating, actually. And Rob, Rob's uh, bedside manner, his commentary are very powerful. And he's uh, doing a, uh, an expo this week on, on going after Donald Trump. Uh, he reveals new documents proving the Biden family got cash from China. A shocking story. And uh, it's getting even worse. Hottest show on cable right now, DirecTV and Uverse. You can go to uh, channel 349 on DirecTV, on uh, Roku, Samsung, Pluto, Zumo, Vizio, your toaster, uh, your phone. You can't really hear it on the toaster. But it's coming. It's coming. All of those things. Uh, but make uh, to sure to check out... Um, Rob Schmidt's show because it's uh, it's fascinating. It is fascinating. Okay, um, I want to mention a couple things here. I had some audio that I wanted to share from Andy. No, Andy. No, one of the things that put him on the map <clears throat> was going to Antifa protests and uh, uh, trying to have a dialogue, trying to just appear. And he had been maced and beaten, sent into the hospital. Literally had to leave the country because the radical LGBT community and Antifa threatened him with his life. He had to move to England. I'm not sure exactly where he is right now, but he is uh, he is still talking. He's still speaking out. He's got a new uh, work with regard to the trans uh, uh, movement that's going on in this country and uh, how it is not organic. It is planned. It is planned. Uh, and I will share... Uh, uh, what that's all about. This is a uh, 2020 study found that youth who identify as transgender are at highest risk of violent radical radicalization. Now, I'm just reading a study. Don't don't take me to task. Don't call me a homophobe or a transphobe or whatever nonsense. Uh, this is just a study. I'm gonna I'm gonna read from it. A study entitled "Meaning of Life, Future Orientation, and Support for Violent Radicalization Among Canadian College Students During the COVID-19 Pandemic." The COVID-19 pandemic has increased levels of uncertainty and social polarization in our societies. Why do you suppose they shut down the schools? Compromising young people's capacity to envision a positive future and maintain a meaningful sense of purpose in life. Oh, global warming, climate change, the world is ending. You've got to change your gender. Ah, you're going to die. You're going to die. You are not wearing a mask. You're going to die. You're going to kill everybody. You have no chance of dying from COVID, but you're going to die. 
do you suppose when you are told these things every day at school or you are kept from going to school and forced to wear a mask and forced to get a vaccine, you might go a little nuts. The study points out population-wide attitudes toward legitimizing some forms of violence may increase social polarization and fuel the emergence of extremist groups, the trans-J of vengeance coming to the Supreme Court, thus providing a narrative to channel despair and rage into vulnerable individuals. Participants, 3,100 of them, between 16 and 25, from 18 colleges in Quebec, Canada, found that transgender and gender-diverse students reported higher support for VR, violent revolution, compared to students who identified as women. In fact, youth who identified as transgender or gender-diverse were at the highest risk for violent radicalization. That's why so many are screaming and getting people fired for just expressing an opposing opinion. 2011 study in Sweden found that female to males had a higher uh, crime rates than female controls did not differ from male controls. They indicate that sex reassignment is coupled to increased crime rate in female to males. The same was true regarding violent crime. By the way, the shooting that happened in Tennessee occurred on the first day of Transgender Week of Visibility. The state of Tennessee also approved legislation defending children for medical interventions that seek to change a patient's gender, including puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, and sex change operations. In uh, one protest in the wake of the legislation, which occurred just south of Nashville and Murfreesboro, news uh, Breitbart captured uh, video of protesters with one holding a sign, Trans Girls Need Guns. Progressive radio host David Pakman appeared to suggest on Monday that the victims of the Covenant School Massacre would not have died if they prayed more. Very surprising there would be a mass shooting at Christian school, given that lack of prayer is often blamed for these horrible events. Is it possible they weren't praying enough or correctly, despite being a Christian school? He also uh, mocked Republicans offering thoughts and prayers after school shooting massacres as opposed to advocating for gun control. Quote, I'm not, I'm, I'm not mocking the faith of slain children. I'm mocking the absurdity of every Republican who sends thoughts and prayers and does nothing else to actually stop the scourge of gun, gun violence. Well, we own guns and we don't use them for acts of violence. It's called the Second Amendment. It's guaranteed by the Constitution. Oh, and then there's uh, well. Let me get, let me go to the Andy No audio. This is Andy No. I told you he uh, he's been one of the the uh, victims of the radical left, the Antifa, the uh, the uh, uh, radical transgender movement, which has destroyed or attempting to destroy people like Dave Chappelle and and J.K. Rowling and and others. I told you I had a friend who lost her job because she questioned. She actually said that uh, the the desire to become the opposite gender uh, could be the sign of mental illness. It always had been considered that. By the way, anybody remember uh remember the character from mash uh, the section eight he wanted to get out of the military so he just dressed up like a woman all the time that used to be considered crazy clinger remember that bitter clinger <laughs> here is andy no talking about the uh, radical trans movement how it's not a, a it's not a movement it's a design listen no so in my reporting on antifa for years now one um, observation that I noticed. Now, by the way, if you've ever seen an Antifa mugshot, 
roundup of the uh, the people who commit these acts of violence. Uh, just think of that when you hear this. Was that disproportionately the number of riot arrestees uh, are gender diverse, and by that I mean they don't identify with their biological sex. Um, on some nights, it was as high as 20 percent, and that is magnitudes higher than what the data we have on people in the in the a wider American population who are trans-identifying. So, you know, I looked into, into this a bit further. There is some peer-reviewed research out of Canada. You can find it on the Library of Medicine. I just shared that. Um, that shows um, that there's evidence that young transgender people are particularly vulnerable to violent radicalization. And in my reporting on left-wing extremism, in months, for months now, I've documented and tracked this surge in violent rhetoric by self-identified trans militant activists, particularly on Twitter, in response to various states restricting or banning the medical transitioning of minors. Um, as you mentioned earlier, the horrific murder of children and staff at the Christian school yesterday does come just days ahead of a so-called um, Trans Day of Vengeance that's being organized yeah. in the U.S. Mm. Capitol. Where's the FBI? And unfortunately, um, myself and other people who have reported on this and posted this flyer, which, by, by the way, that group is still online, if you posted the flyer, regardless of the context, um, you're locked out of your account. So Yeah, and when I say things about the transgender community, even though I don't care, even though I say, uh, if, if you think that your sexuality as a, an LGBTQIA or whatever transgender person uh, is important to me, you'd be wrong. I don't care. I have more important things in my life than your freaking sexuality. The only thing I say is keep it out of schools. Don't try to normalize it. Don't try to say it's cool for a child to be put on puberty blockers and then become a surgically induced eunuch for life. That's ridiculous. That's mingalesque. That's a word I use on Twitter. Mingalesque. Yeah, it is. It's nonsense. It's, it's, we will wake from this nightmare and we will go, what the hell we were thinking. But in the meantime, if I try to say anything about it, I get shut down. Even though I'm not a bigot, I'm not a homophobe, and I'm not a transphobe. Here's a little bit more from uh, Andy No about this non-organic planned movement. It's the exact opposite of liberation. We have mountains of evidence that people who suffer from gender dysphoria also suffer from very high rates of um, mental health comorbidities. Um, when you oh. have this reality on top of people being fed cross-sex hormones and yeah. are also being in an environment where they are encouraged to have a violent hatred of wider society. And you can see, see this in the reaction before, during, and after this, uh, this killing. Twitter profile by the name of Trans Resistance Network wrote on Monday that anti-trans hate has consequences in relation to the killing of six people. So basically saying, if you disagree with the trans agenda, then expect more of this from trans people. The woman who killed six people, including three children in Nashville, felt uh, he had no other effective way to be seen than to lash out by taking the lives of others, according to the trans-resistant network statement. Really, the only choice you have is to murder children. What in the hell is wrong with you? And then finally... Before we move on to other things, including James O'Keefe kind of finding a massive money laundering scheme by the Democrat Party, uh, Democrat voters being used without them knowing about it. I'm not kidding. Yeah, it's real. It's real. It's real.
Democrat lawmakers in Washington are proposing a controversial bill that would allow shelters to refuse to inform parents that their child has run away if that child is seeking gender-affirming treatment. So if your kid disappears and you're freaking out and you're going, Dear God in heaven, I hope to God in heaven my, my, children haven't been, uh, my child hasn't been abducted. My child hasn't been Under the state law, homeless youth shelters normally are supposed to no- notify a parent if it's a runaway child within 24 to 72 hours. Okay? But this legislation chooses to uh, seek a carve-out an additional compelling reason, including if the child is seeking gender-affirming treatment and reproductive health care services such as abortion. So if your kid runs away from home, and you're terrified, and you're freaking out, and you're hoping to God that they're not dead, they haven't been raped, they're not in a, a ditch somewhere, this law says that if a homeless shelter, if someone finds your kid, and your kid says, yeah, I need an abortion, or I want to change genders, they won't contact your parents. What do you think about that? There's a word for that. I think it's evil, right? Isn't it evil? Isn't evil? Isn't that what evil is? That a child in desperate need runs away from home. Parents are, are crestfallen. They don't know what's going on. But if the child goes to a shelter and says, yeah, I, I want to I do a transgender uh, surgery, transition, or uh, I want to get an abortion, they won't contact the parents. Honestly, uh, this has got to end. You, you know it as well as I do. It has to end. Uh, we can be accepting of those who are adults who have decided to be transgendered, and so long as they don't try to take the place of women or displace women in athletics and other uh, aspects of life. But this nonsense has to end. So let them make their noise on their day of vengeance in Washington, D.C. Leave it up to the authorities if they decide to get violent. I wouldn't go there. It's not worth it. Let's take a break and come back. We've got much more on The Rob Carson Show. Dissent is not disinformation. It's The Rob Carson Show. All right, so James O'Keefe is back, and he has created this uh, uh, O'Keefe Media Group. O'Keefe Media Group, which, uh, of course, is OMG. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> and uh, I, I've always appreciated uh, uh, James' work. I think he does a great job. He's exposed some uh, amazing things. And this time, he found out that millions of dollars uh, in donations have been going to the Democrat Party in very small amounts and apparently against the will or knowledge of the Democrats involved. Uh, he, he, he identified a massive, a massive numbers of registered voters in Washington State who were making thousands of donations to Democrat Party candidates nationwide and progressive pacts. But they didn't know about it. They didn't know about it. So he decided to go door to door to some of these people's homes. Some of the people that he uh, addressed went to their home uh, were not aware that literally thousands of donations... Tens of thousands of dollars have been made to a Democrat organization to support Democrat candidates without them knowing. Here's a little bit of the audio from the video. So I'm about to call Garland Riggs. He's the excessive small amount donor. Uh, 31,073 individual contributions wow. were made. Yeah. Under his That's ad- called uh, money laundering, by the way. Dress. He's... 80 years old, he lives on the outskirts of D.C. 
so oh. many people across the country. Oh, yeah. Th- these are in, like, Rockville, Maryland, by the way. It, he identified it in Washington State, but it's it's other places as well. You, you're listed as someone who's given um, over 31,000 individual contributions to to various causes for a total of $230,000 using your name and this address. No, that's that's not us. That's not you? No. Nope. Have you ever donated to, to Act Blue? Or I think my wife has, but, but nowhere near. Are you aware that people are using your, your name? No. But does it sound about right that there's been 18,000 contributions? Absolutely not. For the... For Absolutely not. In the amount of like $170,000? Absolutely wow. not. Wow. Really? Yes. Okay. So that's not you doing that? No, it's not. Yeah, it's not. They were completely surprised. One hundred thirty thousand dollars. This woman, she lives in this this uh, house. You know, it's just, it, she's not a rich person. E- even though she lives near D.C., I don't know if it's Rockville or whatever, but she's not a rich person. So, uh, if you donate to Act Blue, at least in this case, Act Blue will use your name to launder money to the Democrat Party. That's ridiculous. Now, uh, uh, of course, uh, if you listen to uh, Democrats at you know, that uh, election interference and election fraud it doesn't happen in this country. And if you believe that, then you also believe that bank robbery doesn't exist in this country. And you also don't believe that uh, water exists in this country. How about that? Here's Kerry Lake, actually. Kerry Lake, uh, the Supreme Court of, uh, of Arizona, t- sent her case back to uh, an undercourt to look at 130,000 unverified signatures. I want you to listen to Kerry Lake. Oh, by the way, just to make it really clear, I 1,000% think that the, the uh, governorship of Arizona was stolen. And it should be fairly obvious to you, if you pay any attention, to the Secretary of State, Katie Hobbs, who was a, a candidate who was supposed to correct the issues with the electoral system, did not recuse herself, literally had people on the Maricopa County Board of, of, uh, of Electors who started a pact to stop Cary Lake. Uh, 60% of polling locations in Maricopa County failed on Election Day. Okay, it didn't happen there anywhere in the country. So if you think there wasn't electri- uh, electrician milf- malfeasance and it wasn't stolen, you probably want to listen to another show because uh, I'm uh, locked and loaded with facts. Here is Carrie Lake, who should be and hopefully will be the governor of Arizona. You know, if you're going to take a look for people who don't know what mail and balloting looks like, although most states are doing it. The mail-in ballot comes in, and it has a signature on the outside. It's basically a legal affidavit saying, signed by the voter, allegedly saying, yes, this is my ballot inside, and I'm signing, verifying it's my ballot. Then they separate those out, and they count the ballot. Well, we have from three whistleblowers, Charlie, um, declarations signed under Charlie Kirk show. penalty of perjury that they were rejecting tens of thousands of ballots a day as... Oh bad signatures that were nowhere near what the original voter signature looked like. They were sending them up the chain of command to the next person. And somehow in the overnight hours, those tens of thousands were being just verified and checked and okay and sent through. These are signatures that don't match. How was that happening? Our whistleblowers are going to be able to blow the top off of the sham called signature verification. That's not being followed in Maricopa County. And it is the way that they inject tens of thousands of illegal ballots into the system watering down your vote my vote and the good people of arizona's legal vote how how is that i mean that's never happened before right where i don't know a vote counting stopped the night of the election and then the next morning all sorts of ballots for the candidate was losing just suddenly show up that doesn't happen has it 
Oh, yeah, it did in 2020. I think that election was stolen, too, because, uh, you know, the facts, you know, all of that stuff. Anyway, coming up, uh, oh, why Joe Biden will not be the candidate in 2024, and Chris Christie says he can beat Donald Trump. I'm sorry, I always laugh when he says that. That's coming up in the final half hour of the show. Don't go anywhere. Joe Biden and the Democrats caused a 40-year high inflation. When factories that make these ships shut down, ships shut down. Because we're not stupid. It's the Rob Carson Show. I posted on social media credible video, it's about 20 minutes long, of what it's like to have 55 feet of snow in a winter. <laughs> this is crazy. Because the, uh, the Sierra Nevadas in California... Uh, they have uh, a 286% uh, of normal snowfall, all right? So statewide, the snowpack is at 228% of normal, hovering near the record level set in 1952. So there goes your global warming, global cooling, climate change nonsense, all right? First, that's why they're not talking about it. That's why they're not talking about it, because California was in a drought, and God uh, uh, and nature provided the water necessary to refill the uh, the reservoir. It's it's an ama- it's a gift from God. This snow is a gift from God. It really is. So San Francisco uh, Chronicle reports on uh, a windy, snowy weather system developing over the Pacific. Two low-pressure systems off the coast of Hawaii and Alaska quickly merging into a storm headed this way on Sunday. On top of all of this other stuff, uh, this uh, moisture between Hawaii and California called the Pineapple Express. It's not a <clears throat> movie about smoking dope. I never saw the movie. Uh, anyway, uh, anyway, so right now, uh, it looks like Gavin Newsom, the governor, has increased water allocations to local agencies to 75% of those requested a sharp increase from the 5% he announced at the starting of the winter. But California's reservoirs are being filled. This is a glorious day. They're, you know, uh, I, I, you know I, I've been through a lot of snow. I've never had 55 feet of snow. But it is a uh, a naturally developing weather cycle that has made up for an enormous amount of drought. And there are chances are that uh, this has happened tens of thousands of times in California throughout history. There you go. So uh, here's another reason why I think Joe Biden is not going to be the candidate in 2024. Not only because he won't physically or mentally be able to uh, to do it, by the way. And let me give you an example of how he is not mentally or physically well to uh, to do it. Here is Joe Biden yesterday, and I mentioned this yesterday, and nobody said anything about it. Joe Biden literally goes to the microphone to talk about the, uh, the shooting at the Covenant School in uh, Nashville. And he opened his conversation by saying this. My name is Joe Biden. <laughs> I'm Dr. Joe Biden's husband. And I ate Jenny's ice cream, chocolate chip. I came down because I heard there was chocolate chip ice cream. By the way, I have a whole refrigerator full upstairs. I think I'm kidding. Doesn't that sound like a conversation you'd have with uh, Lenny from Of Mice and Men? Honestly, doesn't it? Doesn't it sound like it? Literally, on the news, on the scroll, it said, Biden addresses school shooting. And he says that. Then this video has been going around. This is Joe Biden at a, a campaign appearance being led by uh, someone apparently had a hot mic, didn't realize it. I want you to listen. This is the president of the United States. Heading down here? Yes, sir. Down the ramp. And we have people lined up on the left over here. Uh, some union leaders and workers. Hey, guys and ladies. 
your mark is going to be the blue one to the left. How y'all doing? You've got a blue mark, and that's okay. I got, I'll stay in my blue mark, and then I'm going to say load each one of you. Yes, sir. I'm going to, I'll, I'll help you get started. Wow, there you go. There you go. I like ice cream. That's your president. Uh, Mr. Biden, what are you uh, going to do about ending the conflict in uh, Russia and Ukraine? I like ice cream. Ice cream is good. Uh, Mr. Biden, what are you going to do about the southern border? Chocolate, chocolate chip is my favorite. Yeah. Uh, you think I'm making fun, but uh, it's, it's pretty damn serious. That's not the reason why he's not going to be the candidate. It's one of them. 25% of Democrats prefer Joe Biden to launch a 2024 re-election campaign. So going into the election, he's not, I mean, he's the front runner, but he's only got 25% support from Democrats. 44% do not want him to run for re-election. 30% of Democrats felt indifferent to his political campaign. Among Democrats who identified as strong Democrats, which accounts for over half of the party's electorate, 36% wanted Biden to not run. 36% also said they do not want him to run for re-election. Among the voters, very liberal, representing just over one quarter of Democrats, more than 52% want Biden to turn the reins over to someone else. And just 22% said they differ to see the, they prefer to see uh, the incumbent seek a second term. A majority of Democrat voters over 50 years old, uh, 54%, say they would like to see Biden defer to another candidate. Among those who uh, do have a preferred alternative, Vice President Kamala Harris garners 13% (laughs) approval. The Democrats are so screwed. And she's the only potential contender who registered above single digits. There you go. There you go. So it, 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 it's not going to be Joe Biden who makes the decision not to run. It's going to be the Democrat Party. That's just the way it is. And then there's uh, Chris Christie. Now, I'm not going to disparage you if you support a, a different candidate. If you support Nikki Haley, I don't care. You, you want to do Mike Pence, I don't care. Uh, you want to do Ron DeSantis, I don't care. It's perfectly fine. It's all going to come out in the end, right? Okay. But New Jersey, New Jersey Governor Chris Christie uh, had an audience in New Hampshire this week, and uh, he appeared on Jack Heath's show in, uh, in New Hampshire the other day. We're part of this marvelous network up there. And he was appearing at the uh, St. Anselm College of, in Goffstown on Monday, and he said, are you ready? He's the only person who could topple Donald Trump. My response on Facebook was, yes, in the sumo ring, he would be the only person who could topple Donald Trump. Uh, He said, uh, you better have something on that stage who can uh, do to Trump what I did to Marco, because that's the only thing that's going to defeat Donald Trump. And that means you have to be fearless because he will be he will come back and right at you because it's not going to end nicely no matter what. Trump, his end will not be a calm and quiet conclusion. I, I don't feel any sort of uh, 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 regret saying that uh, Chris Christie will never be the president of the United States. He is a walking joke. He is a part of the uh, Michael Steele uh, wing of the Republican Party who is destined only for uh, support and continued visibility on networks like CNN and MSNBC. And so with that, I'm going to play this comedic offering by the great Jim Gossett, even though this is one of my all-time 
least favorite songs. I hate this song, but Jim Gossett made it funny, so I'm going to go ahead and play it. Wendy by the Association, Jim Gossett. Who's blocking all the streets of the city? Who leaves potholes whenever he walks? Uh. If he decides to run, won't be pretty. Everyone knows it's Christy. Who is the GOP's biggest rhino? Who's trashing Trump <laughs> on maybe see? No. He is a traitor that you and I know. We cannot trust Chris Christie. The White House is in his eyes. He craves it like Biggie fries. About Trump, he tells big lies. He has no chance. He has no chance. Hey, Chris, bad chance. Who wants to run, although he can't win it? Who hasn't seen his feet? Ten years. Last time he ran was out in a minute. Everyone knows it's Christy. Uh, if you want to check out Jim Gossett's Patreon page, uh, please do. Patreon.com, Jim Gossett uh, Comedy. Okay, we haven't done this in a while. We do a thing called a Catch the Stupid Update. And the reason why I do this is because at the end of my TV show, I came up with the catchphrase, don't catch the stupid. And it's basically, I, I created it out of the nonsense surrounding COVID. For instance, uh, wearing a mask will prevent you, prevent you from getting the most deadly virus ever in the history of mankind. I said, uh, if you believe that, you're, you caught the stupid. Okay, you see what I mean? And it extends to other things as well. And it certainly, uh, there is a, a toxic stew of it on The View. So uh, uh, let me go ahead. Let me grab the. Hold on one second. I get this. Uh, who? Da, 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 da. I've got to load this real quick. So let's do a. Uh, who caught the stupid update? Shall we? Stupid, 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 stupid people, 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 people. Just plain stupid. Stupid as stupid does, Miss Blue. Who caught stupid? There you go. So. Uh, Sonny Hostin is convinced that uh, incarceration of uh, black uh, men in the uh, country of the United States is worse than the political prisons in China. She compared uh, China holding Uyghur Muslims in concentration camps to the United States jailing black people. Here is the not-so-bright co-host of The View, Sonny Hostin. And so as a woman of color... With oh, a you got to whip your badge out. Six-foot-two black kid in college and a five-foot-seven, five-foot-eight black kid in high school. Is, uh, are they like members of a team? Are you, why are you bringing up their height? It's like starting forward at six-foot-two. I don't see that part of American exceptionalism. I'm sorry. Stop hating America, you moron. You live in a gated community. You sit on a panel. You do nothing. You get paid millions of dollars. Uh, and there are a lot of people in this country, like in East Palestine, are drinking filthy, toxic water and other people working in farm fields to feed you and your family. I think this country has a lot of problems that could be solved. Yes, maybe they're putting... Uh, Muslims in jail in Afghanistan, I think you mentioned, China. and China. They're putting a lot of black, more black people in jail but here. Can I ask well, um, the murder rate, black-on-black uh, black violence, is uh, 13 times the national average. Uh, the uh, number of crimes being committed by people of color, particularly in America's inner cities, uh, are massively uh, in favor of uh, people of color because of a crisis created by Democrat policies, among other things. It's just a fact. Just look up the statistics. Everybody gets it. 
I've been a voice of, of stopping this nonsense for 30 years of my career, hoping to save a, a new generation. But I'm going to tell you, uh, Sonny Hostin, uh, your kids have uh, 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 no chance of being killed by just walking down the street for being black. But if they're kids of color in America's inner cities, their biggest threat are other kids of color. That's just the way it is. Now, you can lie about it, and you can say things are worse than communist China, where people are tortured and sterilized and murdered and, and sent to re-education camps and forced into labor. But honestly, uh, you living in your gated community, you uh, enjoying uh, wealth that, and prosperity, nobody in the world, most people would never even dream of, and still you got a big chip on your shoulder, and it's based on nonsense. And that's why I give you this. Stupid, 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 because there's a woman who used a slang term for the N-word popularized by Snoop Dogg. And the word, he has this expression, faux shizzle, manizzle. All right? Now, that is a nonsense word, by the way. I can say that. Uh, but this woman on television got fired for using a slang word for the N-word. Oh, hell, I'll do it now. So... Um, uh, this this uh, newscaster, a veteran uh, anchor of Mississippi uh, TV station, uh, uh, repeated a phrase by the rapper Snoop Dogg, and uh, she'd been removed from her morning anchor position. So now, including, you can't say the word. I would never say the N-word. I don't like using the N-word. never have. I thought it was offensive and awful. But now you can't say a word that supposedly is a slang for it from a rap star who's made millions and millions of dollars selling lots and lots of records using words like fascizzle and uh, and a, a good share of his audience are white people here's so mississippi news anchor and meteorologist barbie bassett has been off the air since she repeated a lyric by snoop dogg that used his term for the n-word she's a racist i, I don't know why she's been fired but i do know that people have to understand that sometimes stuff comes out of folks' mouths and you might want to start with, hey, maybe that wasn't the smartest thing to say, as opposed to, you're out. Yeah. yeah. That's just... How about who gives a crap if he, she said it in the first place? It's me, Give having her. been in this situation before. <laughs> yeah. Y'all need to make a book <laughs> of stuff that no one can say. There has to be a book of stuff that nobody can ever say. And then we can... Yeah, yeah, there is one, but they, uh, the left burns it. Ever, ever, ever. Then the book include, would be banned. Include everything. Yeah, do you know how Marxist that sounds? You should have a, wor a book of words that you should not be able to say. I mean, honestly, I'm just going to put the mic down real quick here, come back and wrap up the show. Got some listener mail on the way. This is the Rob Carson Show. The left burned our cities. They told us to hate America as founded. Well, we're not only saying no, we're saying hell no. It's the Rob Carson Show. Y'all need to make a book <laughs> of stuff that no one can say. There has to be a book of stuff you nobody could ever say. And then we could all study. Ever, ever, ever. Then the so, uh, Whoopi Goldberg's everything. solution Include. to uh, saying offensive words is just to create a book of all the words you can't say. Well, here's what, uh, here's what I have to say to that. There are no words you can't say. That is nonsensical ramblings of a dope. 
<clears throat> ridiculous to even think that could be a solution. But if you're a leftist, eventually that book will be the dictionary. So I got some uh, uh, emails. I wanted to share this because <clears throat> we changed the email to CarsonInNewsMax.com. And the other day I asked how we could make the show better. What do you like about the show? What do you dislike about the show? Is there anything you don't like? And I got a lot of feedback on it and uh, overwhelmingly positive. I know, kind of weird, right? Here is one from uh, Kevin. Kevin says, Carson, you're the closest thing to Russia, and I love your points of view. In every House hearing, the Democrats bring up what a waste of resources and money the Republicans are wasting pursuing these hearings. I have never heard anyone add up all the money of the BS her- hearings have cost the American people uh, on Trump since the elevator ride. Okay, thank you. Uh, love your show, Amy in Iowa City. Thank you. Uh, here's a, a note from Andrew. I am a Canadian listener in Texas North Alberta. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, it doesn't seem you can hold the Biden administration accountable for accepting money from foreign officials, among other uh, suspected crimes and cooperate, uh, corp, uh, corruption. It, he's talking about the United States. We, we don't hold them accountable. In Canada, conservatives are powerless to stop Trudeau other than protesting. Love your show. Stay strong and free. Well, you can't protest because they shut down the trucker protest. This is from uh, Dave in uh, Maryland. I listen to your podcast later in the evening. Love the parody songs. I would not roll back on uh, the stop the tape. It's funny, also very effective. That means when I stop the uh, sound bites and talk. It says, I also love I'm Not Stupid. Thank you. Uh, Lisa from Toledo, um, whose v- Vietnam veteran dad was visited by the Secret Service after calling the White House the night of the Mar-a-Lago raid says, everything you have already been doing is the reason your show has exploded in popularity. To all the people who have complained, shut up. You fart-faced, poopy-headed, icky butts, I'm, I'm quoting, and go find something real to complain about. I kind of like that, actually. So to all of you who don't like my show, you're a bunch of fart-faced, poopy-headed, icky butts. Uh-huh. You want to mess with me now? Bring it. Fart head, poopy headed, poop. What? It, hold on. Fa- fart face, poopy headed, icky butts. Bring it. Bring the butt. That sounded weird. Dennis uh, wrote me, he says, I think it's pretty obvious at this point that Ronna McDaniel and Rhino Republicans have a clear agenda and it needs to be exposed and dealt with ASAP. Uh, Rob, love your show. This is from Dennis. I uh, love the parodies. Jim Gossett and you are great. Uh, oh, yeah, I must disagree with you about reparations to be paid by descendants of Confederate soldiers. Most Confederate soldiers fought for the quaint idea of states' rights, and an overwhelming number didn't own slaves and disliked their state being invaded. Okay, I get that. I get that. Uh, Democrats and leaders of the Confederacy and current Democrats should pay for reparations. Those who have uh, supported the, uh, the Democrat agenda uh, their entire lives should be responsible for it. And then uh, Pete, uh, he says, Rob, you are following Russia's footsteps as, any, as well as anyone could. Do not stop. Do not change a single thing. Please. Uh, having seen the Newsmax announcement of uh, your Rob Carson show, radio show, I was your first caller, and I've only missed two broadcasts. So there you go. Thanks, guys. Uh, Carson at Newsmax.com. If you want to write me a quick note, try to keep it to uh, under a couple of paragraphs, if you would, because I'm getting a lot of them. I appreciate it. We're going to come back and wrap things up in a second. This is the Rob Carson Show. All right, make sure to check out the opening monologue of the show today, a non-political look at the heroes in Nashville. Uh, Rumble Channel at Rob Carson Show or Newsmax.com slash listen for the podcast. Have a glorious day. God bless our police for responders. Pray for the victims in Nashville. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. 
Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. 